Welcome to Snyder on Call, post-holiday edition. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. <laughs> you start laughing. I haven't even finished the opening. We're here for women and men. Yes. We're here to talk through life journey and life observation. We started this podcast actually five years ago. We did take a brief sabbatical. Yeah. Then we came back at it. And now we're sort of Snyder on Call 2.0. We're going to refresh, reboot uh, as we start 2018. And keep laying down those tracks. That's right. (laughs) So the purpose of Snyder on Call, if you're new to this podcast, is the idea of convening at least once a month. We'd love to do it every week, wouldn't we, Ann? Yeah, who's got the time? Jeez. Cheapers, creepers. And we want to just come together and share our observations on the life journey. And when you reach a certain point in life journey, and there is something that's empowering, you're sort of able to just say it like it is, right? Yeah. There comes a point in life journey when you don't really care as much as you used to. It's it, it's like a liberation. I don't know if it's like a certain age. Like I turned 50 this year and I could care less now more than ever <laughs> about a lot of things. Well, and it's a pivotal time in our life. It's a pivotal time as parents, mm. as partners. It's not a pivotal... with each other. No, not with each other. <laughs> no, that's true. We share the same last name. We are not related in any way, shape, or form, although we worked together for a decade and traveled often yes. and were... We've been accused of being sisters, sisters-in-laws, when we registered, domestic partners. The best was when we registered my daughter for her wedding. Oh, my God. <laughs> New York City, Bed Bath & Beyond, side-by-side side at the bridal desk while our... Listen to me. While our daughter, no, while my daughter was registering. She was going through the the merchandise floor with the little scanner gun with her sister. And and Julie and I were taking a load off at the registry desk, just chatting it up with the person in charge of the registry. And then a manager came over. Pedro. Pedro. And he he was chatting us up. And he thanked Julie and I for for registering our wedding with them. And we were like, ah, what? We're not a couple. We're not a couple. But we are really bestie friends, and we enjoy the life journey. And we think we sort of have hit on something that is a gap or a void in all the voices uh, on the podcast content dial. And that is two women on journey, two women of friendship. We don't tell off-color jokes. We're not raunchy or religious or political. We're just really here to share the wisdom. Yeah, well, and we, in, in air quotes, wisdom. I think I think it's wisdom. Well, we know a lot about a lot. So uh, sit back, get a cup of coffee, a glass of prosecco. If you're driving <laughs> those kids around, you don't you don't have to mute. If you are on a long road trip. Uh, or if you're cleaning your house. I mean, we are hearing from our listeners and, and they tell all us the different the, yeah, ways they how they listen. listen to us. Walking the dog, cleaning the house, on the treadmill. Hilarious. And so we're with you in spirit. I'm not saying that we clean house, walk dogs, and I don't exercise. Even, treadmill is like not even in my vocabulary. But we're glad to, to be on your journey and we appreciate you coming along on our journey. So we'll be right back. 
I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And this is Snyder on Call. In the middle, baby. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Ann Snyder. And I'm Julie Snyder. And we have not been in studio since right after Thanksgiving. We were gearing up Are for the... Are you... Ho- sh- yes. I it, feel like... Yeah. yeah. But we didn't post that. Like, we recorded... We laid down our tracks... But and it then didn't then get I, edited, didn't get thrown up. So maybe two episodes of Snyder on Call might be coming out of the gates as a little Christmas miracle, or there might be a really long one that has a peppering of our tracks. Pre-holiday, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Well, I will just, I mean, I will start by saying this year, and I heard this from a lot of people, friends and family alike, couldn't get into the holidays so beyond that it's so commercial and so crazy like you and I were in New York around Halloween time and I'll be darned if Macy's wasn't like celebrating that Christmas spirit on October you know 14th and Thanksgiving came very late Mm -hmm. leaving a very short advent if you will so those four weeks were literally the fourth week of advent was Christmas Eve yeah and it's like a ticking time bomb when you're trying to get your house ready and you're going to a million parties and you're hosting parties and you've got shopping. I felt like no matter how hard I tried and how fast I was running, it, it was just going to roll over me anyway. So I didn't get my tree up and the house decorated. I did what was ca- what I was calling Christmas light. I did, I don't want to say bare minimum because that makes me look like a monster, but I did a tree the week before Christmas. and wow. oh, oh, and she was down on New Year's Day and Jeez. out. Goodbye, good luck, good riddance. And I, you know, I didn't do outside decorations this year. Not even the Christmas wreath, none of it. I just, I couldn't get it together. Well, I felt Over like, here, it's a different story. Well, it was like Macy's, <clears throat> Macy's light. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we did get everything up Thanksgiving week, which again was four weeks prior but where I fell off the wagon was the fabulous, beautiful Christmas card. Mm. Did not happen. Instead, a letter that I printed on my printer downstairs, and I kept having to run to Office Depot oh. and buy more cartridges. You could have just took a picture of the family and got it out oh. at that point, right? Today, which is almost the end of January... My Christmas tree, the seven and a half foot. Pre-lit. <laughs> no, it's not Oh, it pre-lit. wasn't pre-lit. Yeah, I remember we were, that. It is still down there with all the ornaments on it. So I got everything. In your living room? Yeah. You did walked- I walk right by it? Yeah, you I'm, did. I'm dead inside. Happy yeah, Valentine's Day. There. And I know. still am sending out, catching up on some groups of friends of mine whose home addresses are not readily available. I'm inserting the Christmas letter into, wait for it. A Valentine's card. Oh, God. Emily Post would have your head. I know. But I, 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 I've heard from a lot of people that they they themselves didn't send the card. They did a lot of online, Facebook, e-greeting, all this other stuff. But they couldn't get it together to get the cards out on time. And I really noticed, like, I never got into that the photo Christmas. Maybe you've I, done one. I've, I, known I've you've, done one. I've known you for 15 years. I've gotten one card from yeah, you. Yeah, I just, I can't do it. I, in, in, in years, we get tons and tons of cards, photo cards. We love to get them. We put them up. We see them. We, you and I, even after Christmas, we'll sit and go through each other's photo cards just 
see how everyone's life is better than ours. But then (laughs) this year, I've noticed a lag. Like, I would say we got 30 cards this year, and that's a gross decline. Yeah, I still received a lot, but I will tell you there were a couple of families that I did not hear from. And I do think people are just backing away from it. Yeah, and it's expensive. It's time consuming. Yeah, but it's it's like for we are so busy. Can't you just for one pause moment? And how nice it is to get a card and see everybody's family over the years growing. The news the newsletter always makes me giggle. We have a friend who used to always do it, and I couldn't get enough of it. And then she stopped doing the newsletter. And then when she stopped, you started. So, like, there's always that to look forward did you, to. Did you recall anything about my newsletter this year? Um, you mentioned Snyder on call. Like, you, sure, you certainly didn't mention me. I mean, I didn't get a shout-out. Oh, Snyder on call did. But, I mean, lots to discuss. Like, daughter getting married, daughter big move. Yeah. All newsworthy. And for, like, for you and I and for everybody, really, you have friends all over the country. And some of us have friends or family who live internationally. Like, that's how you keep in touch. And not everyone it's old is school on, correspondence. Not everyone's on Facebook. Not everyone's on Instagram. You have to be sensitive because, well, let's take a break because I want to talk about resolutions. Mm. And we didn't make any for January 1 intentionally. Ann and I are really starting 2018 on February 1st. (laughs) She's starting to cry. We'll be right back. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. I'm losing my mind just a little. So why don't you just meet me in the middle? Well, welcome back. We were talking before the break about New Year's resolutions. And the reality is it's 2018. We intentionally wanted to wait on our resolutions. 2018 is a big year for both of us. It's a big year for Anne because she hit the big 5-0. Mm. It's a big year for me because I have a daughter who is going to go down the aisle in October. It is also a big year for us because having reviewed our 401k, 403b, social security statements, and whole life policy accumulating cash, (laughs) both Ann and I looked at each other and came to the realization that, you know, if we play our cards right in about 10 years for me and maybe 12 for Ann... We could actually punch the clock. Yeah, we could actually have a a, a third chapter of our lives, and it could possibly be in a warm, sunny place or space, as opposed to a refrigerator box under a bridge. And so, (laughs) and so, this has really given us a commitment. To each other, that eighteen is again the year. not a couple, not a couple. None of those <laughs> accounts she just mentioned are joint between her and I, right? But I mean, we just said, you know what, this is the year, and we're not going to do it one one. We're going to journey quietly and thoughtfully in February, well, maybe I think March. The, the thought was that January would be a slow and steady detoxification 
of different vices so that like when everyone else is going hard and fast on January 1, like we just going to take those 31 days soft to get launch. our soft launch, get our legs underneath us. And then February 1st, when everyone else has given up or tapped out, like we're the get out of our way because here we come. So Anne and I are going to go on a journey that will be a journey of better health, a journey of no alcohol, a journey of really owning and controlling our destiny. And I think that that is the most important thing. And we're going to put ourselves first. Now, some might argue all I've ever done is put myself <laughs> first. But we're going to put our health first. Yes. And we we have put other things first. We have certainly put the health of our spouses and our children ahead of our own. 18 is going to be our year. Yeah. And I think what got you going was actually looking at the bottom line of what your retirement nut could be. And I think you even said to me, like, I won't be alive to spend that money. Like I know. she thinks she's gonna win like a mega millions if she lives to see retirement. She's she's gotta be healthy. And like I, I just go along. I'm a, I'm like the trusty sidekick. I, whatever she wants, I'll do it. Well, so Anne and I are gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be aided in, in this and abetted in this journey. First the first thing we're gonna do now we're we're gonna again, it's gonna be ramping up. We're gonna go to an information session at a well-regarded weight loss center. We are if not, we don't get thrown out of there. Out of the informational st- meeting. still <laughs> interested in what they're telling and promising. We're in. We're in. Ant's, Ant's more cautious than I am. I am, am pretty resolute about it because I do have to walk down the aisle a third time, this time mother of the bride. I could just sit in a pew and probably have snacks in my purse. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not on parade. <clears throat> so we're going we're gonna to start that journey. I am really ready to give up alcohol. If I see another Moscow mule Ugh. in 2018 and Dottie, you know what I'm talking about. Mm. That's all I want to say. <laughs> Uh, I am not going to, I could go without another Moscow Mule, a drop of vodka, and really even a, a Prosecco wine. <gasps> what? No, I'm done. Okay. Like, I'm really kind of right. at that point. Clean living. And clean living and clean liver is sort of the goal for 18. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's more to come. There's more to come on that. But But what we want to say, ladies, is it's never too late. And start with yourself. Yeah. Start with your own health. Yeah. And that's what we're gonna do in eighteen and, and we're gonna we're gonna keep it somewhat general now because there could be an endorsement contract depending <laughs> on the success. Right. And we don't wanna hype it up too much because well what we should say is if we do succeed the next couple episodes might be dark. They might be, they might be a little rough to listen or to. There might, might be have, some tears. We might have a clear head. Maybe you never know. Okay. Well, stay tuned on that, ladies. We have more to talk about, and uh, uh, here we begin. New year, new you. Twenty eighteen. Look out. Point out. Look, we're coming for you. We'll be right back. Back for a minute into the kitchen, floors are wet. <laughs> Are we on? 
Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Ann Snyder. I can't even look at you. And I'm Julie Snyder. Um, welcome back. We've just opened this next segment, and my lady friend reaches over to put on her gogglers, which she needs to read and see and, and live. But they're not her usual. She has probably like two, three pair of glasses, and she fluctuates frames. But these, I've never seen these before. They are the biggest, thickest, like, Harry carry <laughs> frames I've ever <clears throat> What's up, Buddy Holly? So let me tell you, they're Woo! called Oliver Peoples. Now, normally <laughs> I get like a Ray-Ban frame right. at Target after right. my $83 eye exam. I'm going to walk you backwards into this story. Why would you I can't ask? take my eyes off. Am I wearing a pair of frames? How much do you think these cost? Not the lenses, just the frames. Are they prescription? Yeah, but you buy the frames and then you get the lenses okay. separate. So let's just start with the frames. Uh, I mean, I'm not familiar with the brand name, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say, uh, just for laughs, 100 bucks all in. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I don't the know. frames were 400 Oh, my God. The lenses were 250 And then there was some tax and hooey. These are 700 dollar spectacles why thank you and thus here comes the story okay why because i was a hockey mom last weekend oh god i went i thought you were just kidding when you were talking about going on the hockey road trip my husband was so excited that my for the first time in a long time you had nothing on the weekend well because i had it blocked for months. The hockey league my son is in had a multi-team tournament outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, Pittsburgh, where I grew up. And we were going to go down Thursday night. The son had a game Friday morning, Friday afternoon, Saturday evening, and Sunday evening. With Monday being... round robin play. (laughs) Yeah, with Monday being uh, Martin Luther King Day, no work, no school, so we would drive back Sunday, recover. So, again, why the glasses? Because in a flurry of activity on Thursday that included... Weren't you out of town? uh, Thursday morning, I was at the hospital for a mild ambulatory surgical procedure... Oh, I forgot about that, too, yeah. ...that included general anesthesia. Nice. Discharged at 10.30 a.m. Of course, they couldn't find my husband anywhere. They were like, do you want us to call you a cab? I mean, yeah. Uh. Yeah. He had gone down to get a coffee. I mean, don't get me started. So I got home Thursday at like 10.30, fell into a deep post-anesthesia. Post-anesthesia coma. Sleep. Woke up at 3.30 in the Mm. afternoon Mm. with, like, everybody packing around me and realized, oh, my God, like. That's this weekend? Yeah, like, I got to throw some stuff in a suitcase. But, like, your mind isn't clear. We got on the road. 100 miles an hour. Got to live your life for everybody else. As we are nearing Erie, PA, I go to get my glasses. I only have my prescription sunglasses. Which I love when you wear those indoors places because that, that <laughs> makes Ray me Charles. feel like you're my <laughs> Ray Charles. Makes me feel like you're my blind granny. So it was about seven thirty. <laughs> And I had my wits about me to know, A, we were going to Pittsburgh, which is a big enough city that, B, you could probably get glasses done the same day. And, C, I could call Target, which was open until 8 o'clock, and and get my my prescription. prescription. Fax to D, the hotel we were staying at, which 
E was a Marriott Town Suites. Oh, M Reward. Meaning M Reward and whatnot. (laughs) So all of the above happened, got the prescription, got to Pittsburgh, started Googling where can you get same day lenses. In the meantime In the business center or on your phone? Uh, no, on on my phone. Okay. In the meantime, it's Friday it? Friday morning at the hotel. Well, I I need my glasses for distance. Okay. And of course, I'm going to watch my kid play six hockey games Ugh. over four days. So I can't cannot be. You can't without. see the game from the parking lot unless you have your glasses. <laughs> so now I take an Uber from the hotel to Squirrel Hill to Murray Avenue where there's a place called Itique or Optique or something where all the celebrities go because you know why the Pittsburgh celebrities yeah, okay. yeah I mean <laughs> just checking <laughs> so Sydney Crosby and, and and you and thank you Jesus my flex spending account which I put the max in $2600 right. pre tax you take her across state lines is she had just been <laughs> loaded up that day cuz it was the first payday <gasps> of 2018. I mean, let it run. So, right. So it's almost like I'm in Vegas. I walk into this place. Whatever I want. They've got Cartier frames, Gucci frames. They knew you were coming. Now, only as I left did I see down this little stairwell is like the the Ray-Ban and affordable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they see me coming. Right. And I had called, do you do prescriptions the same Coming in hot. Yeah. Sure. Please come in. That woman is showing me the trending Oliver Peoples frame it first is, of all they're filthy like i, I can't they're well, you filthy know why dirty. because this is the other thing i hate about uh, when i get my prescriptions i never let them put that uv coating on yeah, them yeah yeah because guess why this is how they look and she goes well all of our lenses are uv coated the lenses are 295 let's find a frame now i'm thinking like 295 plus 100 right. whatever that's what i'm saying 100 take one no. for the team no those Oliver Peoples frames were four hundred. The Cartier ones I liked were six fifty. I mean, who has money like this? Well, you are a flex spending <laughs> millionaire. Like, you're... so bottom line is I, can't I waited wait an until, hour. I can't wait until like July when that account is dry. <laughs> I'm not going to have money it, for no, copay. Forget it. You're paying out of pocket for for your Prilosec. <laughs> <laughs> Suffice to say, ring-a-ding, ring-a-ding, got my glasses. Then I took an Uber to the rink for the first game. Now, the poor guy that drove me in the Uber, I mean, he told me he's 72, two adult kids living at home, one with like a connective tissue disease, the other clinically depressed in the basement. I mean, it was like the deer hunter. It was like the... (laughs) I was like, but do you like my glasses? I said, just get me to the ring. I felt so bad for him. I gave him some advice. I said, get oh, that adult. My God. <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy. No, because he's telling me he's, he apologized. He was crying. I said, oh. he he's driving an Uber because he's got to feed four mouths in that house Unreal. and two dogs. Real? What kind of car is he driving? It, like a really little, like a Camry. A yeah, really bad. It was so sad. <sighs> It was so sad. So bottom line and is... And you, just another for another time, but you are bound and determined to be like Uber super user. Because in New York, you were just getting your Uber legs under you. But now it feels like you're a regular well, user. Well, it wasn't cheap because this place... We were, we were near Fox Chapel, which is a whole other fabulous story. Shadyside Academy, okay. if you will. Sure, pal. We 
we were really in the suburbs of Pittsburgh, but we had a great time. It was a beautiful hotel, really. A, it was a suite. We had a king bedroom. PJ slept on the pullout, yeah. but we had a kitchen, a beautiful, just a brand new hotel. I love Marriott. Thank you very much. I'm rewards. Wow. And then we drove back Sunday night, uh, very late. And uh, and how are those glasses serving you ever since? Do you break them out or are you back to Old Faithful? Well, I have my Ray-Bans. Right. Uh, and these ones I do kind of dig. There's kind of a funky, chunky, monkey look to them, if you will. <laughs> Good thing. But I think they're men's frames. Uh, they probably <laughs> build them as unisex. But, like, compared to your other frame selection that you have, these are the harsh. Bold. These are harsh. <laughs> they are Punching me in the face, like. Well, I will tell you, I went to New York on business this week, and I wore those? them in New York, and I did get a oh, due respect. Yeah, in New York, they're trending, yeah. and they're trendy. Yeah. Well, that's what I think. Wow. Anyway, so I love being a hockey mom. What? Wait a minute. <laughs> no, I don't. It's <laughs> crazy. I don't. I hung out with one mom. I mean, God bless now, America. I can't get into it because some your of them son listen. is probably nearing the end, the end of his of, hockey yes, career. One more year. One more year. Okay, so now in the course of, let's call it, eight or nine years of the child playing hockey, how many road games have you gone to? Like, you went to Lake Placid a couple years ago. Went to Lake Placid and loved it. I feel, and and you went to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh loved it. And I feel like that might be it, pal. That's it. Yeah, Yeah, I don't. And then, as far as I can remember, you come to the other games with all your coupons in your newspaper and you sit up in the warm room in the clipping warm coupons room. Yeah. making your grocery Here's list. the thing for me. As my son's gotten older, the hockey, and he is not technically on a travel hockey team. He's right. on a local. They do tournaments. Two tournaments a season, one of which is in Rochester. So I don't even that count, count that. Right. But for me, I get to spend and enjoy time with my husband and my son at our home. I mean, that is fantastic. I travel some somewhat for work. So the idea of, quote, going to a hotel or eating out at a restaurant, I could care less. Can't get excited about it because you're doing excited. it every other yeah. week for work. But I do love just having time with my husband and my son. It does not have to include hockey. We've been very lucky with the hockey t- team that he plays on, and we like the parents a lot. Mm-hmm. And the kids are not uber competitive. There's no big crazy checking. For the or, love of the game. You right. know, it's just a fun, a fun thing. And we've had a fun time with it. But I was not in my, I was not my best self this trip. Post-operatively <laughs> with 800, with, with one third of and my a, flex And account. a vision impairment. Yeah. But we did. We had a great time. We went to a Penguins game, nice. and uh, wow, you really all uh, un- in. Unfortunately, the Steelers lost. But boy, I sure love my hometown. Shout out to Pittsburgh. Shout out Steeler to Nation. Steeler Nation. There you go. So speaking of of time with son and husband, when we come back, I want to hear about the mom prom. Oh, you're going to hear about it. We'll be right back. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm prom queen Ann Snyder. And I I got 2020 vision. Sweet. We'll be right back. And all good intentions. So pull me closer. Why don't you pull me close? Why don't you come on over? I can't just let you go. Well, welcome back to Snyder on Call. We were just talking about the mom prom. And for our listeners who may not have sons, who may not be mothers, 
who may have never gone to a prom in their life. Can you explain to us what that is, Anne? I sure can. So and I, I start with the disclaimer of uh, if there are any other moms who have a son attending the same school that my son attends, I'm not slamming this event. I thought it was very well run. I It was an excellent time. So I want to offer that disclaimer before y'all start talking about <laughs> me and posting on Facebook and telling Julie when you see her what a crab I am. No disrespect. Your son is a freshman oh, at a my Catholic son is a freshman boys. at a Catholic all boys high school. How many kids in that school? In the whole school, I would best guess eight hundred. Nine grades nine to twelve. Sure. In the freshman class, I think there's like one, I don't know, eighty seven, let's say. Okay. So we, since September, have been starting to emerge ourselves in the culture and the events and the extracurricular and just getting our feet wet because we realize that the next four years are going to fly by and then our baby is going to leave us forever. And it's going to be horrible. It's going to be fast. going to go into an institution. And, and really, no, that's another reason why we're going to do All New You. We are going to do All New You. And we have committed to getting involved because grammar school kept us busy in other areas. An event flyer comes home on Day Glow Purple Paper letting us know that on this date at this time for the mother-son dance, which has affectionately been called now in the circles of the people at the school, the mom prom. I mean, I think Dr. Freud would have a lot to say about a Catholic (laughs) all-boys school having boys having dances with their mom for four years. Well, I think we're familiar with like the father-daughter dances around town, the mother-son I got equal equal issues with that as, as a Freudian... So, okay, another time, perhaps. (laughs) So we get the flyer and I see it and I have enough knowledge in my circles from women who have had boys go through this school and they've said, oh, my gosh, don't even think about missing the mom prom. It's so great. It's so fun. It's such a wonderful time to spend with your son. And if you do anything at all in the four years that he's there, do the mom prom. Always do the mom prom. I'm thinking my son will ask my husband to go because I'm never <laughs> The Tom prom. Yeah. So I get the flyer, and, of course, they're poking us in the parental newsletter. Don't forget, get your tickets. Tickets, very reasonable, $75 per couple. So What if I, you don't have a mom? Oh, on the flyer, it says your granny and your mammy and your stepmom or godmother, like any positive role Did anybody model. bring Grammy? I couldn't tell you, Julie, because there were easily 600 plus oh. bo- combination boys' moms, right? Boys and mothers uh, under one roof. I send in the flyer for the thing. I get this reservation and I tell my son, oh, by the way, this date is the mom prom and I've got us a table with a couple other kids who you know and I know their moms. Oh, good. So you can sort of designate your, yeah, your, like, your squad. You can say who you want to sit with. So okay. I see someone who I know my, my son knows her son and they're going and we... Do you get a limo? <laughs> we didn't get a limo and he didn't even get me any corsage. Boutonniere. No. It was held at this banquet center uh, in a suburb of town that holds a a ton of people on a Saturday night, valet parking the whole bit. Well, 
It started at 6, so we left our house at 6. We didn't want to be the first ones there. Cash bar. Uh, no bar. This is a dry event, also in big, bold print underlined on the flyer. What do you mean? So, dry you event, oh, you're with your kid, all Grammys and aunties and whatever. <laughs> Actually, I think yeah. my husband would like it more than me. So we arrive. I see the line for valet parking, and I say, "Ah, uh, watch this." Self park. Self park. We go in the we go in the outdoor. <laughs> We're gonna bypass all this hoot nanny. And guess what? My date, he loves it. He he's not waiting in no line either. He's street smart. He, yeah, that's right. So we park the car. And we start walking into the building. Now, I figure I'm a 50-year-old woman. I'm going to a dinner dance with my son. I've, I've got on a smart party slack with like Let a me sensible guess, black. T- black <laughs> with a, a sensible top, some jewelry. I got hair and makeup. I got a party shoe on. I'm not, you know. Get, All right. I'm I am ask. not wearing Spanx. I am not wearing control tops. Because no. guess what? I ain't there on the prowl. And, and it's I, not work. I'm with my son. All right. But let me ask, because I, Please. without even knowing, was there, there's always one mom. I don't care where you go. Was there a mom dressed like she was ready to work the 11 to 3 shift, if you know what I'm saying? There were several moms. I mean, there were like 600 people there. So figure 300 moms, let's say. Okay. And there were the moms who looked like they they came from a shooting episode of Sister Wives. Then there were the moms who... Sensible Mormons. Right. Then there were the moms who came from the funeral breakfast. Sensible. Then there were the moms who like were going to a business dinner that would be me right and then there were the moms like me so kind of like what you would wear to a family wedding then there were the moms who legitimately were on a date with their son and or trying to hook up with their son's friends because (laughs) some of the outfits like there was one lady can i can i remind you right catholic Catholic school. school. So there's one lady there. She has got on a like tomato red mini micro mini dress with like you could tell she was wearing like limited undergarment. She could not raise her arms to dance with her son who was a bit taller than her despite her six inch pointy heels because she would have took us to Lady Town. Her bum would have shown, right? No. She had extensions and she oh. had to step out after they were sitting there. She had to step out after dinner to go have a vape. So it was, no. <laughs> it was great. Right? <laughs> right? Craziness. So I mean, they should have sent her to principal's office for violation oh, of dress code. Oh, and that's I mean, the thing. That's all dance, the ceremony, right? They've got the, the priest from dance- the school doing oh, the prayer. They've got the headmaster God. welcoming everyone, telling about the sacred bond between mother and son. They've got the 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 student body is represented by a senior who has more college credits now. Like he's gonna go to college for ten minutes because he's got so many credits. He he speak and then a mother come and she offer a response on behalf of the mother. Now was the mother that made the response in the red dress? No, no. She was out vaping. Uh, there you could also once you registered and got your table assignment, you could go into another side banquet room for prom picture like photo shoot. With your son? With your son. And some of these moms I was I was telling you earlier 
earlier. Some of the moms like can barely get next to their kid. He's so repulsed by the mom even being in the same room with him. <laughs> you know, other kids like have their arm around their mom and the mom's just like loving it. That's me and my baby. Yeah. And then there's the other set where like the mother short of like it's like the mother Mary with Ma- the Madonna picture where she's holding the baby Jesus like almost having him suckle to her bosom. <laughs> there's there's those moms who like want the kid to crawl back inside. <laughs> it's like it's weird. It's I'm weird. out. And there's like two or three photo stations and the photographers are just goofy. And it's a cash only. Cash only oh. or check what like oh, who yeah. puts who that in their the evening check? bag, right? Oh, so I'm like you're not going to take my gold card. No, okay. I need someone to give me a 20 cuz I didn't bring no cash cuz it wasn't a cash bar cuz it was dry. So anyway, we sit down Oof. for the repulsive amount of food. After all the food happens, now... Is it a plated dinner or a buffet? Plated dinner. Uh, soup, salad, plated dinner, and plated dessert. Cheesecake. Right. No, uh, baked Alaska. So wow. now, like any good date with your mom, we're going to start the theme dances. So oh. they had like a club DJ there. Let's go back to the original flyer they sent where you could make your reservation for you and your son to go on a date. Like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. They were looking they were looking for like suggestions of what do you think your freshman class mother son dance song should be. Whoop, there it yeah, is. Yeah, bitch better have my money. So <laughs> They, you know, somebody danced into, like, Humble and Kind by Tim McGraw. Somebody else danced into, like, you know, Sweet Child of Mine, whatever. The freshman class dances to Child O' Mine by Carol King. All the moms are, like, crying. They're, like, loving to be dancing with their son. Me and my son are, like, oh, my God, this is so weird. So weird. So then after all the theme dances... They bust right out into like full on like get down, get down, <laughs> get down, get, like yeah, jungle Bru- boy, yeah, Bruno Mars, like twenty four carat. So then like the moms kind of go off and dance in a big circle. Ah, I'm out, and then the boys have like their ties wrapped around their heads, and they're they're all like Lord of the Flies, Dead Poet Society, <laughs> dancing in the corner. You never seen so many khaki pants and blue blazer. My son said to me after, like, we saw a little bit of that, he's like, um, do you want to go? I was like, yes, yes. So we left after a little while. We did the Irish goodbye. We slinked out. We didn't say goodbye to nobody. So what? We went out, and guess what? Our car is blocked in. What? What? Are you kidding me, South Park? What? I said, ugh. This is this is horrible. I said, now I'm gonna warm up the car. Cause oh by the way, it was minus four. I'm gonna warm up the car. I tell Fauntleroy to go front door and tell valet captain. I said, take your phone, which I pay a million dollars for each month. Take that and take a picture of each of these license plates and go to valet station and tell them they gotta figure this out. He's like, okay, because he wants out of there. So now there's somebody in front of me. There's somebody behind me. There's somebody to each side. I'm pickle in the middle. So I'm warming up the car, and all of a sudden, I'm spinning the hits, like minding my business, trying to get my head around like what I just subjected myself to. All of a sudden, there's a knock on the passenger <gasps> window. Oh, I'm dead. I have a heart attack. Do you know who it is? Who? It's the mom in the red dress. <laughs> She's smoking <laughs> by her car. No. <laughs> So I roll down the window. Oh. 
So I rolled down the window. She wants to get in and warm up. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Did I block you in? And I said, is this you behind me? And she's like, no, I'm over there. (laughs) And I said, oh, see, even if you move, I'm not going to be able to get out. My son just went to talk to the valet. So now here comes her son, who's just a little doll. I mean, he was so cute. But he... he, They want to go, too. They want to go probably get a room somewhere. So... (laughs) (laughs) So she vaping, Uh, and here comes her cute son, and now he's going to get in their car. And where's your son? My son is coming now with the valet captain, and great news. As I see them coming from the building, there's already a mom and her son getting in the car parked right in front of me. Oh, good. So problem solved. We all, my son and I head off. We go to Starbucks. We get a a hot cocoa to round out the night and talk about like how weird some of those moms were. And how about so-and-so's mom with that dress? And she looked real, real slutty. I said, what? You don't say that about someone's mother. And he's like, seriously, mom. She looks slutty. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, and we don't want to at all diminish how great oh, the education so, is, no. how great the school is. So great. But we do accurately reflect life journey. And the mom prom is well, is one of those things. Three words sums it up for all the moms. Know your audience. If you're going on a date with your husband and you got that body and you got those legs and you can rock that outfit, have at it, honey. I don't want to steal your joy. But you're in a room of impressionable high school boys ranging from ages 13 to 17 and they're going to all know your audience. They're going to all be a confession and, today. And, and, and I'll do it justice. She wasn't the only one, let's say, pushing the limits. <laughs> A good time here by all. Can't wait till next year. Don't want to be on the committee. Thank you. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> oh, baby. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? So we're, we think about that uh, mom prom. This is Julie Snyder. You're still with us. It's, if you are still with us. If you're us. still with us. And it does sort of raise the whole issue of what to wear, where to wear it, how to get it. In the meantime, I'm going to take this little time to say we're going to go back to the un, unposted content from the last time we were in studio. So as you listen to this podcast, you may hear some post-Thanksgiving, pre-Christmas segments. <laughs> and it's only because we don't want to lose that content. So we may throw that in. So it might be a little surprise. might be a little TBT. Ooh. But it, it'll be there, don't you think, Anne? Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, it's it, like we said, it's hard to get into the studio every every week, every month. But we try to do it at least once a month. If we're lucky, we can do it like two times a month. And uh, I think sometimes we forget what we've even talked about before. We're just trying to keep it all straight. Oh, my gosh. If I can get a a drum roll, because as of right now, today, on this day, we have 4,599 downloads. I mean, who are you people? We are one <laughs> download away from 4,600, which would be really good. Oh, that would be good. And a couple of things for 18. We need to renew our ASCAP license for the year, Anne. Podbean is still our platform, but we're going to go over to Apple. 
We'll let you know when we do. We think the podcast Platform. portal, portal, if you if will. you will, on Apple is probably a, a little bit better. We felt that we were going to be in beta mode for the first couple of years. We're pivoting. We're taking it to a higher level, whatever that means. We don't know what that means, but we're gonna we're gonna do that. We did have a website, SnyderOnCall.com. We set that up initially with GoDaddy. Oh I don't know why. And GoDaddy went because, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. And, Under construction. And so I let the, the SnyderOnCall.com website lapse. And you'll have to let me know what you want us to do about that. And finally, we have a dedicated phone line in the studio. <laughs> we decided that it was very important that we have dialogue with callers. And we think that... Going forward, we're going to be a little bit more proactive and preemptive. If you have a topic you want to talk about, you can call in. If you private message us, we will make sure we get you the secret number. You can be completely anonymous. God knows we are. And that way you'll be able to call in and uh, we would love to hear from more of you. Wouldn't we, Ann? We sure would. And I think it, it breaks it up a little bit. It's always fun to like hear people, well, A, give us accolades because they're longtime listener, first time caller. But it also helps with the content and like what's going on out there. Like we know what's going on in like our little biodome of Snyder on Call. Yeah, but we love but, like, to hear from others. Love to hear from others. And it, like we say we're not, you know, we are not licensed therapists. We are not professional counselors. But, like, I think we know a lot about enough, or we have friends who have gone through similar situations as our caller. Yeah, (laughs) and I think that that is one of our strengths. We're going to take a break. Giving advice is our strength. Being a woman of a certain age in certain stations of life, often people call us for advice. Yeah. So we're going to give you some advice on how to get advice. Yeah, I like that. We'll be right back. I'm Julie Snyder. <clears throat> I'm Ann Snyder. I'm losing my mind just a little. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And we were just getting through sort of the list of things. And I wanted to talk a little bit about hairstyle. Or hairstyling. Hairstylists. Hairstylists. And Ann, is there anything you notice about me this morning? Well, you're still in your pajamas. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're not as blonde as usual. I mean, you, you could use a little gloss. You could use a I can't something. believe you're saying that. I just got my hair done yesterday. I'm not seeing. It's real dark in the back. Well, she does. Let me see the foil. Back. She does foil. Oh, yeah, that looks foiled. Well, but normally you all over color, aren't well, you? Well, I've got uh, we've Hilarious. gone we've gone to highlights and lowlights in in <laughs> recent color treatments. But who's doing it? Well, I think that's the that's the buzz question. Who's, so. So Abby does my hair. Abby, what, well, that's she a, goes by Amber, but now she goes by Abby. She changed what her name. What the heck? <laughs> and that's a new girl. Well, she was at the salon that I went to at a very upscale hotel that has a spa. Why'd you go there? 
because it was convenient. It's it's within 10 minutes of my house. It's within five minutes of my office. I can go over and get a quick blowout. I can get a nails done. I can get okay. a haircut. I can get a color. A couple of the poodles go there. You know, it, it's a community. If you will. And it's always fun to go to a salon in a hotel because you always find out what celebrities are staying in the hotel, what athletic teams are there. Who I'm, cares? I do. <laughs> I do. God. So recently, my stylist, I went in for cut and color. Like, this is like two months ago. Or maybe just a cut. And I knew, like, oh, my God, my next appointment, I got to get a few more highlights. She leans in very quietly Uh-oh. and says, what? <laughs> it's like, what? All the color comes out of your face. What? Oh, God. You know, and so now here in the dilemma, many women struggle with the dilemma of having someone cutting their hair, coloring their hair, providing a service. And you know what? It's not working out. It's time to move on. And women struggle with this. Even though it's a business transaction, it's a financial agreement. And you know what? I'm going to move on. Women really struggle with having that conversation. What's even worse is when your stylist tells you she's going to another salon and you have to make a decision. Are you going to stay with the current salon and find a new stylist? Are you at the Or s- yeah. are you going to go to... The new location. Well, here's the thing. that That's when you ask the soul-searching question. Am I here because of the amenities or am I here because of the stylist? So can she cut my hair or style my hair or color my hair anywhere? Can she do it in her basement? Can she do it in another st- shop front? Can she do it in a hotel lobby? <laughs> or... Am I at the salon because it's convenient, it's close, I like their products, their pricing isn't too bad? Like, that's, okay, that's a rough ride. Right. So guess what? The what? answer is yes to both. What? It's yes to both. So this is what I decided to do. I said, I will come and see you in your new location. Her location is in Hamburg, New York, home <sighs> of the hamburger, about 25 minutes south of the city. Mm through what is known as the snow belt when the flakes fly. And, you know, because of global warming, we have yet to see one flake fly in this upstate New York hamlet we live in. But I decided I'm going to go see her in the new place. And it's a gorgeous place. It's right in the village. It's got three floors. It's got really, it's got like a full spa floor. But it is not convenient to your home. If you were going from your home, it's not 25 minutes. No, it'd be 35 to 40 minutes. Right, but it's like 25 from your office. But it was a Saturday, and I just said, I'm going to go. take the ride. I had a 12.45 appointment, so I had to leave my home at noon. Mm. I got there at 12.43. I... Went in, got the the foil, da-da-da-da-da. Do you know what time I left? 3.45. Good grief. I know. It was like the sun was setting. <laughs> well, I... And then I had to drive all the way back up that highway <laughs> out in the boondoggles. Oh, my God. And I had to get home and, like, feels like, where have you been? I was like... Now, I'm going to jump in. I have known you for 17 years. Yes. Now, during that time, I can honestly say... 
You have had 16 <laughs> different people doing your hair. I know. You go one place for a blowout. You go another place for a color. You yes. go this place for the cut. You don't like the prices here. You're going to go to this one. You're going to go here because someone liked it. I've had like three people cutting my hair in my entire life. <laughs> I know. I go all over. And sometimes I find a stylist in another town, like when I where I travel for business. Like if I went to Chicago tomorrow, I know I could go see Mary and she'd take care of me over at the Hyatt <laughs> right. in, in, in Chicago. Well, and I, that's a good thing. Uh, I think it's good to have different people look at your lid with a yeah, critical eye yeah. and say, you're too blonde, you're too brassy, you're too, you know... You're too short. You're too long. Like, uh, I think it's good. It's because a dilemma. It's a dilemma, dilemma. Well, I do love this girl. and Well, I'm sorry. I'm still, it looks a little ashy in the back. I'm still going to go to the other salon at the hotel. Because, what if they find out about it? Well, they're going to know that I went with her. But, I mean, they'll give me a blowout. They'll get my nails done. I mean, I don't know, ladies. You spread it around. We Women spend a lot of money on services. I wouldn't mind a pedicure today, by the way. <gasps> Do you know what I was just going to say? I need to get my holiday manicure, oh. but my dogs need a pedicure. What if we... I could go right now. Oh, my gosh. They don't open till noon. It's Sunday. Jeez. CDN. Look it up. Okay. But plus, we got to go to Mass, Ann. All right. I don't know. We got to okay. I mean, we, I'm sorry. We digress. <laughs> we diaper. Ladies, we're going to we're gonna take a break. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. You're listening to Snyder on Call. So why don't you just meet me in the middle? In the middle. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. Well, Ann, it is time to sort of wrap up. Uh, but I did want to bring a publication to your attention. I'm deep in the heart of it right now. <laughs> I had to make a quick trip into New York City this past week. And right at the beginning of the year, something has gained a lot of press. And that is the retailer Tiffany's. Now, they're a national retailer, but their flagship is on Fifth Avenue. And unfortunately, it's on Fifth Avenue right next to Trump Tower, which means that access is often limited, Mm -hmm. which means there are, what are those things, those metal things that they... Bike rack. They call it bike rack. It's like a metal stanchion. Yeah. Like those surround the entire block that includes Tiffany's. But I will tell you that they have sort of re-merchandised their home gift registry line. Now, everyone thinks of Tiffany's just the Hope Diamond, engagement rings, um, the beautiful signature silver Tiffany's heart returned to Tiffany's with the serial number. Sure. They certainly have such a beautiful merchandise brand. And that Tiffany blue is signature beyond signature. But this last year, they have revamped their flagship, and they have especially re-sort of branded what is known as their fourth floor, which is home goods. And they have added to that fourth floor a redone restaurant that features Tiffany Blue and White China, beautiful, beautiful late breakfast, early lunch, early supper offerings. And it harkens back to the tea room at Lord and Taylor. Now I oh, know I'm yeah. dating myself. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about though. In addition, they have put out a most amazing catalog that really beautifully reflects the merchandise 
that is now on that fourth floor. I will tell you that the can, can I read some? Yeah, of go the, ahead. The, the names of some of the yes. items. I mean, when <laughs> I tell you curated to within an inch of its life, go ahead, Annie. So curated within an inch of its life. Uh, this is a diamond point crystal decanter with peonies. This is a sterling silver first aid box with cotton balls. <laughs> She's just reading through the can. Yeah, I'm just reading the items. Yeah, what, um, what are they called even? I mean, the uh, names. Here we go. A sterling silver and American walnut yo-yo with sterling silver box. I love it. Tiffany blue leather table tennis paddles with an extension cord. What uh, is it? <laughs> a sterling silver paper cup with cookies. Now, oh, are so there, I, I are there prices? Me. No. Sterling silver tin can opener. Go to the very back of that beautiful catalog. And by the way, it's a white, heavy, papered catalog. It's such high quality with paper. A, the powder blue on the spine. The other thing Tiffany's has added are leather goods. And they have a purse. It's almost like a bucket purse. Half white leather, half Tiffany blue leather with a shoulder strap. And envy. <sighs> I love that. That's like your mom. You oh you just became like, Betty uh, Robillard our, with that side. Hourglass and bone china paper cups. So they have like a bone china cup that looks like a paper cup, but it's made out of bone china. I love so it. So it's like for when the, a princess goes slumming. I love uh, it. I mean, shapers, creepers. Tiffany leather with sterling silver, wood, and crystal. Um, it looks like a Chinese checkerboard. Uh, this stuff is insanity. It's beautiful. Oh, here we go. This, I've been looking for a sterling silver tape measure. (laughs) Um, what the heck is this? It is so beautiful. And I will tell you. They have a whole set of like little tools that you would have like in a little workbox. And they're sterling silver measuring tools. The best thing you can do when a friend, for a hostess gift or to celebrate a friend's birthday or for someone that has anything and everything, you go online to Tiffany.com and you send over two beautiful wine stems that come wrapped to within an inch of their life in the powder blue box with a white grogane ribbon. You know what? Or you just go to your corner liquor store and get a nice bottle. Like, oh, this is insane. Like, where are you going and bringing that? I don't know. Now, also, it's important it. to note that in this, I don't even want to call it a catalog. It's a storybook. In this storybook, the font is probably like a 22 or 24 <laughs> Yeah, It reads like a storybook. It reads like a children's storybook. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. But it's ridiculous. It borderlines on ridiculous. Well, the last thing I'm going to tell you about Tiffany's is when you walk in, you're greeted by a security guard and two hostesses. And the women are wearing the Tiffany silk scarves around their neck. They look like flight attendants. Did sort you of like shake them down for Tory the scarves like you did to the Tory Burch? Well, you can buy those scarves. Oh, thank God. And then when you, I'm ready to receive mine now. When you go to the back of the first floor, first floor is like jaw-dropping jewelry. Second floor is engagement rings only. I don't know what the third floor is, but the fourth floor was the home... 
the home was it items. Like China and crystal, or is that on home items? No, that's that's fourth floor. China wow. crystal leather goods and the the little cafe, which you should make a reservation. Did you go? We did not have a reservation. It was too long of a wait. Mm. We had to go to Macy's. Tourists. We have to put it on our bucket list. We went to Mothership. Well, I mean, at least you got it done, and at least you didn't let too much time pass in between New York visits. I mean, Mm-mm. that's the real takeaway. And we have more visits to go. Plenty of places to see. A couple of trips coming up. Of course, we're going to get the Christmas tree down today, Anne. Good luck. <laughs> it took me forever to get mine uh, up, but it took me about 30 seconds to get her down. Like, I, I was over it. And I'm sort of going back and forth about what to do for dinner tonight. I am way ahead of <coughs> you. I already have a boneless turkey breast cooking in the crock pot. What? Oh, I might do a turkey breast. I started breast. that this morning, and I'm going to do either, like, oh, with gravy and potatoes and fixins, or I might do hot turkey sandwiches. We've got a very busy afternoon. I wonder if I can get a, find a de-thawed turkey breast anywhere uh-huh. this time of year. Yeah. Where? You know, you could go to Wegmans. All right. And then, but, I mean, you've got to get her in the oven and get her going. Yeah. What time is it? Ah! They have them already in the brine. Like do the, they? Yeah. All right. That's what it might do because yeah. I think I'll do that. And then I don't know that I'll make homemade mashed potatoes. Mm. My son loves mashed potatoes, and I'm getting ready to go away for a few days. You so, better. And you're in trouble with him. So that No, I, I got it. I okay, backed do, out of that. All right. Backed out of that. Because that's a nice way. To, it's just an olive branch, if you will. Mashed potatoes and gravy are the way to both my husband and my son's and over heart. And at my place, too. It, it shows that you give a crap. Now, wait. Now, you've <laughs> got turkey brine, and what time are you going to no, eat? it's not brine. It's, it's, it was a frozen yeah, turkey breast. Yeah, what time breast. are you going to eat? Probably early bird. We got to do early bird because we've got like four other things. And still PJ's be- got hockey before at bedtime. Five forty-five. We've got baseball. We've got study group. We got. Confirmation. I might do a ham. Ooh, I, I know it's salty, but I think I'm going to do ham. I did her last week, and guess what? Leftovers get you through with sandwiches and stuff. All right. I'm going to do ham. Easier. All right, kids. Well, and especially now that you and I are getting close to February 1st. Every meal is like the last supper. We better do ham yeah. now because we're going vegetarian. Right. Bread, ham, taters, gravy. Like, well, and I'm telling you, nothing better than to have you in studio. Uh, on a Sunday, it's like my church. I love it's it. It's like church. It is. Well, so. listen, like, and share. Please. We, we, we got to get over that hurdle of the 4599. We're going to get to. <laughs> Could anyone throw us a bone? Well, we're we're going to get to, is it 4,600 or 56? We're going to get to 46, I think you said. We're at 4,599. Yeah. And hopefully we could get to 4,600. And the goal is 5,000. Right. And the dream on this journey is to not have to work for the man anymore. To well, be to able get to syndication. Just, yeah. And to just sit and yuck it, yuck it up in front of the microphone. We're going to go to Vegas yeah. for the National Association right. of Broadcasters. <laughs> Heidi Raphael <laughs> has a spot. We're coming for you, Heidi. All right. Well, stay tuned. More Snyder on call. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening. Take a seat. Right over there. Sat on the stairs. Stay or leave. The cabinets are bare and I'm unaware of just how we got into this mess. Got so aggressive. I know we meant all good intentions. So pull me closer. Why don't you pull me close? Why don't you come on over? Just meet me in the middle 